At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Friday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. Skill Alexander, how you doing? Kelly Bidlin here as well, producer number nine. So much more than a producer. Kelly. Hey, how we doing? It's happening. Not much, not much. We are uh, we are overrun with guests this morning. Yeah, we are. Overbooked. Big show. Dr. Bob is joining us. He had a, a week off from us last week because, you know, he had to buy the uh, wife's parents' house. So uh, he's back with a pick. And I'm hoping, I don't know if I'm hoping, but you ever have picks in the NFL specifically where you go into a weekend, you're like, I hate every one of my picks. <laughs> <laughs> Through a combination of different things. Yeah, a little you, bit. You said it great off air. We'll give our picks later. Yeah. But you said it great off air, which is because so many of our picks, or mine and yours, just coincidentally, fall in the category of prove me wrong. Right. It's the I'm okay losing this one specific bet. Right. Because I don't believe in that and prove me wrong. Well, because I've won five times on it before. If, if I'm wrong this time, good on you. The but... problem is I usually have maybe one of those a <laughs> week right. or one every other week. I feel like I have three bets this week that are like, you know what? Prove me wrong. 100%. So yes, I know what you're saying. I'm not exactly uh, so... I'm not rolling into this weekend and be like, this is going to be a monster <laughs> NFL weekend. <laughs> so I'm worried someone like Dr. Bob is going to go oppo us. On things. Uh, Chris Felica joins us after we go off from the show. Chris Felica uh, from College Game Day, Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast, and of course, uh, the Daily Wager program, Monday through Friday on ESPN2. Paul Carr with his Premier League picks. Michael Craig. Oh, hey, I buried the headline. I forgot about Michael Craig. So here's the deal Michael Craig from Right Angle Sports. Let's call it every Friday this month in November. Every Friday here for the rest of the way in November, he's going to come on here and he's going to release a college basketball play. So, what does that mean for those who have missed it before? Right Angle Sports, they move markets globally. They move them. So, he's going to come on here. We're going to do the whole process, this whole process thing, where he gives us a game, either a side or a total. You're going to add it to your bet slip. Then you're going to have, you know, you have 30 seconds, by the way, to do that. We're not going to make you do it in five seconds. But you have 30 seconds to add that bet to your bet slip. And then Michael is going to say one of two things. He's either going to say go, which means you bet it immediately, or he's going to say cancel which means it's not a bet. You'll remove it from the bet slip. We'll rinse and repeat. We'll do the whole thing over again until he says go. 
What if he does it like four or five times? You think we should do that? I, I'm waiting for us. I'm <laughs> waiting for the week where he messes with us that way. Yeah, uh, number five, our fifth attempt. People will be like, I hate this. Yeah, there's only been one cancel so far. Yes, of like what three times? One out of three or four that we've had him on. Well, I was. It was funny because when he, when he did the cancel, it came after an immediate go week, and people were like, I would have laid minus two fifty on the cancel <laughs> right. first that week. Yeah. Uh, also, Matt Brown, our buddy Matt Brown from the Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown weekdays here on the network. Uh, from 4 p.m. He's Eastern. finally back from uh, from Louisiana, from LSU. What a game he picked to go to. LSU alum, he's like, I'm flying. I'm going to this game. I, I had, I had him. I had one of my best friends was in New Orleans for a bachelor party, and they randomly decided to buy tickets to the game last minute. I'm like, how lucky are you? Like, You know what I mean? Like The idea that you even thought of it last minute, then went, and then that it paid off with that. Well, you got Alabama in town. I guess that's the uh, that's the the calculus. Good on them. What a what a classic that ended up being. And then Adam Burke will join us in studio as it's become a tradition here uh, late on uh, Friday. Let's talk real quick about this game last night. Atlanta at Carolina. Not exactly a barn burner, though the under barely got there in the mm-hmm. end. Let me tell you what I ended up doing. I ended up pre-flopping the under and giving almost every dollar back in game. A little bit of a departure from what usually goes on. Oh, because you kept hitting under in the game. Not kept hitting, but hit it once. I hit, hit it no, once. No, excuse too. me, twice. I hit a first half under, which was fifteen and a half. That got beat with a field goal at the end of the half. Yeah, and one in game under. So the pre flop under forty one and a half just barely gave me a couple bucks in the cup. But let me tell you that I shouldn't have won that either, right? Because three missed extra points in this game, two by Young Aku, who had made seventy one in a row. Yes, that was odd. I mean, I know there was weather, but still, it, it felt odd. But still. Federal Todavia. Panthers 25, Falcons 15. That's your final. Um, and the Falcons lose a golden opportunity to really <laughs> assert themselves, I guess. Not assert themselves, <laughs> but maintain pace atop, I guess, the uh, perhaps the NFC South. Anyway, that whole division is bunched up. That division is anybody's now. From top to bottom. This was one of those football games you didn't want to be near me watching because, I, yeah, I hit the live under. I, w- I was losing smaller bets on the game. The game was boring. And then I've got this I've got this sweet 13-1 to 1 on the Panthers to have the uh, fewest wins. And, and you're like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, uh, we're just going to let him run the ball all over the place? Deontay Foreman just keep going for five yards. Well, he runs hard for sure. He does. He is thrilled to not have Christian McCaffrey around to take away touches from him. But let me, I, I you know, I do as I always do, go through the game's Blow by blow. I don't want to do that. All I want to do is just highlight the the, the bold face parts of this because there's a running theme through this game. Um, in the first quarter, Walker pass should have been picked in end zone. Two plays later, they get a field goal. Mariota pass should have been picked. Play just before punt. Uh, second quarter. At, at the end of that half also, Atlanta casually settling for that coup field goal at the end of the half when they could, probably could have taken a shot yeah. at the end zone was very odd. They didn't really ru- they weren't really rushing. They just kind of settled for it. Mariota when he wasn't throwing the ball haphazardly downfield. Here's one in the third quarter. Mariota steps out of bounds for a sack instead of throwing it away. Not sure they would have kicked a 53-yard field goal, I write, but still. Uh fourth quarter should have been a pick six on a Mariota pass. Then on the next play, he gets sacked and just heaves it. And lucky for him, he's called down, or that yeah, would have been a pick six. That was a pick. So this is the, that's everything I got in this game is just stuff like that. And so my biggest takeaway, specifically on the Mariota thing, what was Mark? What was the deal with Mariota last night? 
who, by the way, when, during the offseason, he was the guy that I wanted Washington to acquire mm-hmm. as their free agent quarterback. He was, he's been good, I guess, at parts this year. But it was one of two things with him last night. And the, sec- and the second option was a Richard Sherman option, which I think is pretty amusing. But the first one was, I was like, did he just not care? Like, was he just mentally checked out of this game? He's like, short week, Carolina, I don't care. I'm just going to throw the- for a veteran quarterback, he's 29 years old, Yes, to do some of the things, to make the decisions he was making in that game last night, which is like, ah, let me just heave it. I mean, to look as recklessly, right? Reckless. reckless as he was. That was Jameis Winston in his worst moments right. on steroids. Yes. And then the Richard Sherman option was, was he that or was or has he watched too much Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen film and just thought to himself, you know what, I'm as good as those guys. Watch me do this. I see, I don't that's another thing though about being a veteran. Like I don't I, I don't believe there's any part of Marcus Mariota believing that. <laughs> I don't think you know, so. I really I really don't. I would hope not. I would hope not. But, but he's w- been in this league long enough and was, been beaten down by it. It was a bizarre performance. It, it was an odd game. I mean I can't argue that. And then, I mean, Atlanta getting run all over was not something I was exactly expecting. Carolina's, like, coming, turning out to be one of the best, worst teams in the in NFL history. Yeah, I, and, you know, the one the one I'll say from not, a non-betting standpoint, that Deontay Foreman story, I don't know if I knew that whole story. Uh, they were telling, telling about him about the game, about him, you know, wa- possibly walking away from it uh, last year and, Man, he he's been great. I mean, we saw yeah. we got to see, see him in Tennessee last year when Derrick Henry went down, and then with Carolina this year, with especially with Christian McCaffrey gone, this guy's good. He's good. 130 yards rushing on 31 carries for Foreman and a touchdown. The Panthers had 232 rushing yards total last night against the Falcons. Dominant performance on the ground, and they get it done. And uh, that entire division just a free for all. It's it's just ridiculous that we've we sat here and seen the Bucks play as poorly as they have all season long. <laughs> they're still so live, like they're so not live. live, like they're the favorites to win this division still. And that game in Munich, just anecdotally, the 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 strength of belief on each side of that game this week is pretty fascinating. Yeah, you, you, you know what you know what I really hope is the uh, the right angle release. I hope it's a later game kill. So I can sleep in a bit tomorrow because we got to wake up early on Sunday, man. Well, the right angle release is a uh, what do you what do you mean? You college it, basketball? Yeah, I hope it's a later in the day college oh. basketball game. I got to get some sleep in me. <laughs> uh, you have some bet. You have an NBA play today? I got a couple NBA right. bets today, actually. Yeah, I got. Um, yeah, I'll run through these quick. I played Nicole Jokic over his points, rebounds, and assists tonight. Denver Nuggets at the Boston Celtics. Uh, if you've been watching, I've been picking on the Celtics down low pretty much all season with Robert Williams out. They are 28th in offensive rebounding percentage. Uh, Denver, one of the top re- defensive rebounding teams. Jokic resting after getting in foul trouble that last game. So, like his over PRA here, I got 41.5. I don't know what that number's sitting at around right now. I, I'm Good chance I'm going to play the over in this game, too. I'm waiting for this number to keep dropping. Both of these teams, probably be surprised to hear, but Gil, we got the first best, uh, uh, the top offensive net rating team in Boston and Denver is fourth. Both of these teams right now, bottom 10 in defense. So we're looking to play the over in this game. Haven't jumped in yet, though. This number uh, come, hanging around 230 and a half right now. Um, I'll probably be jumping in on that at some point today. Uh, then played the Cavaliers, catching two points at Golden State tonight. This is just a massive net rating differential in the early part of the season. Cleveland, best team in the NBA so far, as far as that statistic goes. Golden State still kind of struggling to fi- uh, get their legs underneath them here, find their way this season. 
Uh, yes, Friday night at home, not a big bet for me. I do think Golden State uh, will look a little better tonight than what we've seen some of their past games. And then I'm pretty heavy on the Kings tonight. I couldn't believe when I saw this open at 2.5. I know this number has moved. It's it's around 4, 4.5, I think, right now. But I think this is... I think this is fair play up to laying five if LeBron James is truly out. I bet it at two and a half. I might add on to it later today as soon as we get official word LeBron, LeBron isn't playing. He is listed as doubtful right now, but I highly doubt he's going to be playing. Tonight. Yeah, and a couple finals last night in the NBA, in case you missed them, the Blazers upsetting the Pelicans without Dame, without Dame time, 106.95. And then the Sixers still can't get to 500. Hawks beat them 104.95. Um, we didn't really talk about this, but we'll do it just on the way out here in two seconds. Did the Nets ever really think hiring Ime Odoka was a good idea? Like, who, what human beings even decided for a moment that that would be a good thing while all the Kyrie stuff was going on? I think on? they thought they were going to be able to get away with that, like, under the radar and hire him, like, a month later. And nope, the reports came out right away, and they had to back down. And Nike's still doing their research on, on whether to still drop doing Kyrie? Research. Still doing their research. We'll come back, Dr. Bob, with his play of the weekend. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. And start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. A couple news and notes. Raiders linebacker Blake Martinez, who joined the team just over a month ago, had taken some time off uh, for personal reasons. Yesterday, he announced his retirement on social media. Yeah. 28 years old, uh, four days after leading the Raiders with 11 tackles in their loss against the Jaguars. This is like the uh, the team dysfunctional bowl that we've got going on the, uh, this week here in Vegas. Sure is. I, I don't Colts know, and Raiders. I don't know if Bob has a pick on that game, but I want to get his thoughts on it anyway. Like, what do you do with a, a, yeah. a team like that with a brand-new coach, a brand-new play caller, rookie quarterback who has barely a sample size? Uh, Chargers waving defensive lineman Jerry Tillery. You may recall he was a first-round pick in 2019. They announced that yesterday. And then in baseball, one uh, bit, the Dodgers and Clayton Kershaw nearing agreement on a one-year deal that would bring the future Hall of Fame left-hander back to L.A. for a 16th season. That per ESPN. Ladies and gentlemen, he's a pioneer. He hates when I call him that. Not a pioneer. He's just an OG. Maybe he likes that better. 
in terms of uh, predicting sports through the use of predictive modeling. It's Bob Stoll, the doctor. Dr. Bob, how you doing, Bob? Doing well, Gil. Good to talk to you. Missed you last week, but uh, things to do. Yeah, things to do. You're a benevolent man is what you did. You had benevolent things to do. By the way, do you like OG better than Pi in here? Oh, I don't mind. You know, um, I'm right. too old to even know what OG means. So you go, you go ahead. <laughs> okay. Maybe right. I am a pioneer. That's how. That's you know. <laughs> that's how old. I am. You know. Then again, I started when I was 20. You know. I mean, yeah. so maybe I'm not that old. All right. Well, Bob, I won't ask that kind of question again. He's a trailblazer. How about yeah. legend? Legend. You know what? How about legend? Okay, there it is, Bob. There go. We'll go with legend. Legendary. So is it self? Wait a minute. Is it self-proclaimed legend or? I don't know. No, I can't. Well, if I say self-proclaimed, I don't want to be self-proclaimed. Legend, yeah, you don't want to be that, Bob. But yet, you, I don't want to be self-proclaiming myself a legend. No, I don't <laughs> think you do. Though I believe that's what just happened, just on the record. <laughs> I won't call you that. Uh, okay. Well, in my own mind. In this, okay, your career record here on this show, because you're nine seven and one this season on the show. You're seventy one fifty and one on football plays on a numbers game. Seventy one fifty and one. That is pretty, pretty good. What do you got today? You're going college or pro? Yeah, but I still, uh, I still get heckled whenever I lose one. Jill. Yeah, I know. Well, there's that. That you have to endure. What do you got today? Uh, you know, I like, uh, I like Tampa Bay, and this is an ugly pick. And Seattle's playing well, and Tampa Bay's playing horrible, and boy, they, they're terrible. And well, they're not really terrible. I mean, they have been so far, offensively at least. Um, and you know they're they're below average in expected points added per play and offensive success rates, et cetera. But the advanced metrics that I use in the model suggest that they will be above average going forward. They're not likely to drop as many passes as they've been dropping, that's for sure. Um, and they match up pretty well with Seattle here, um, especially out of the backfield. Uh, you know Leonard Fournette has the highest success as a receiver of any running back in the league, highest success rate. Uh, Seattle's terrible defending running backs. They're 31st in the league, giving up 7.0 yards per target to running backs. Um, you know, Brady knows how to use his running backs, and here's a matchup where he can do that. Uh, also, you get Chris Godwin. Um, he should be open against the, against the Seahawks rookie nickelback, Kobe Bryant, who's sixth worst in the league in yards per cover snap allowed in the slot. There's a couple good options in the short passing game for Brady uh, in this one. So I think the offense is going to be better. Uh, it should be better going forward, even without good matchups, but they do have pretty good matchups here. Um, you know, the problem is in the offensive line for Tampa Bay, especially uh, pass rushes up the middle have been a problem, and you saw that last week against the Rams. Uh, Seattle really doesn't have uh, an interior pass rush that's anything to worry about. Their best uh, pass rusher is their, their edge defender, Chena Uoso. Uosu. Um, but the Tampa Bay tackles are pretty good. Worse and Smith have allowed just 17 combined pressures the whole season. So they should be able to contain the edge rushers for Seattle. So I think Brady will have more time to throw if he does want to look downfield. So I think the offense is going to be fine. Um, you know, and, and as far as the defense goes, you know, the, the Bucks had a great start defensively this year, uh, one of the best defenses in the league early in the season. They had some injuries in the secondary. Uh, Winfield, the safety Winfield, missed a couple games. Cornerback Carlton Davis missed a couple of games. Davis was back last week. Winfield should be back this week, which is especially important. Uh, Seattle's Tyler Lockett um, is obviously a, uh, a very good receiver, and 41% of his targets kind of come when he's lined up in the slot. Uh, that's where Winfield comes in. Uh, Winfield is very good defending uh, 
defending uh, receivers in the slot. So his return should, should certainly help the defense. Uh, last week, of course, they gave up that, um, that big play to Cooper Cup uh, on a busted coverage in the slot, and that's probably not going to happen with Winfield back. He's fifth in the league in uh, yards per cover snap allowed in the slot, and he should do pretty well against Lockett in this game. Uh, as far as uh, the corners, um, I mentioned uh, Davis being out a couple games, and he came back last week, and Jamal Dean is sixth in the league in coverage grade, according to PFF. Um, he's up against Metcalf, so I think that's that's going to be a good, you know, at least neutralized Metcalf. So I think the re- the receivers will be kept in check by this Tampa Bay secondary, which is healthy again for the first time in, in a while. Um, so I, I I think the defense will play better than it's been j- just because they're healthier, and I think the offense is due to play better just because the metrics say they should be better than they've been. Uh, and I like I like Tampa Bay here. I think Tampa Bay should be favored by six or six and a half points, not two and a half points. Um, and it doesn't hurt. And it doesn't hurt that this kickoff is at 6.30 a.m. local time for Seattle. 6.30 a.m. Seattle time, where it's 9.30 a.m. in more reasonable hour and the Buccaneers time clock. I did not factor that into the, the rating, but I, it could make a difference. It certainly doesn't hurt. Um, but anyway, just based on the, based on the ratings, uh, forward-looking metrics, Tampa Bay is a better team easily a better team than Seattle. So we'll find out. I mean, this is one of those, you know, contrary plays that the model usually does well with, um, and, and hopefully it'll do well uh, with Tampa Bay this week. A couple things. One, OG, original gangster. I should probably clarify that for you. Two. Yeah, I knew what that was. Yeah. I was just teasing that. I yeah. didn't know what that was. <laughs> uh, two, I don't know. You say it's contrary, and it's so interesting, Bob, because, again, anecdotally, this is a week where you or our buddy Adam Chernoff, there's there's a lot of people who love the Buccaneers here. Uh, whereas like an Aaron Schatz, he likes Seattle. I think a bit by his rankings. I love Seattle. Uh, I think, Kelly, you're on Seattle as well. It, it, I don't know how contrarian it is. I think a lot of people, it's a fascinating game, right? Because there's, there's people who have priors on this, and then there's people who just are watching what they're watching. And so it's, as you said, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, what's interesting is I dumped the prior when I did this game. The prior, the priors when I did this game, you know, if I included the priors, which still have a weight as far as you know how you judge these teams, I would have Tampa Bay favored by like nine. <laughs> but just based on in-season forward-looking metrics, they should be favored by six and a half in-season. Both teams, with Seattle being as good as they've been, uh, Geno Smith being as good as he's been. Um, you know, the forward-looking metrics using this season only still have Tampa Bay by six and a half. If I included the priors, it would be more. It would be like nine. Wow. So wow. I, I dumped the priors in this game and still came up with Tampa Bay based on this season's metrics only. Fascinating to me. So I, let, me, let, yeah. me let me ask so you this uh, just on, you know, because we've got a couple minutes here. Uh, about the Colts and the Raiders, I sort of thought out loud about this with you. So you're a numbers guy, and – then you have the Colts, who have a relatively brand-new quarterback in Sam Ellinger. You have a couple games of data to go on. And you have a brand-new head coach, but more specifically, you have a brand-new play caller. Like, What do you do with a game like this? Well, I would – let's put it this way. I would have been on the Colts as a play this week if none of this had happened. Um, but you've got nobody – well, just Saturday, I mean, as much of a leader as he is and well-liked, I'm sure he understands his situation. He's not going to come in there guns ablaze. And I think he comes in humble and, 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 and understands and communicates to his team like, hey, you know, I understand I don't have, you know, the experience, but we, you know, blah, 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 and he'll rally the troops, et cetera. Ellinger's terrible. 
but I still would have been on the Colts here even with that one trick quarterback had none of this happened. But they have no one on the team that's ever called a play. Um, and they have a head coach who's never coached a game, and who knows what that's worth. Um, in general, interim coaches in their first game do well against the number. Um, and in the NFL, in general, over the years, that's been the case. And in college this year, I think it's like six and one or seven and one against the spread. And I had uh, I had an interim coach last week with Auburn. Just because the market, just because the market overrates an interim. Uh, the, well, yeah. What happened last week with Auburn? Auburn was one of my best bets last week. As you get my stuff, you know. And Mississippi State was favored by ten and a half, and then uh, the coach got fired. And the line went to 13 and a half. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Why? I mean, first of all, you know, I just, for no reason. Just, oh, the coach got fired, 13 and a half. Three points? Three points. Ridiculous. And there's no reason for it. And you look at all the teams that fired coaches in college this year. The first game has been double-digit upset winners. Three double-digit upset winners. Bob, I Charlotte. Arizona State, Colorado. Bob, I got to I mean, run. But so I, anyway, I appreciate right. Always fascinating. Bob's on the Bucks. Thank you, man. Dr. Bob Stoll at DRBobSports on Twitter, DRBobSports.com. We'll come back with Chris Felica next. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. College basketball has started. Now's the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide at over 400 pages. It's our biggest betting guide ever with odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis on every team. And our team of experts includes Greg Hoops Peterson, Matt Humans, Wes Reynolds, Jonathan Montobo. They provide their predictions for win totals, futures, conference champions, tournament teams, and breakdown of all 60 coaching changes since last season. Wow, 60. The only way to get the guy, though, is to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just $99 and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today at vsin.com slash subscribe. We get lots of tweets. We appreciate the tweets at uh, Beating the Book. This is, uh, let's go back even to last night, Jim De- Jim DeVitt. WTF was that? That was for anything about the football game last night. Washington mm. the football was that, I believe is what he means there, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Judd O'Connor, don't have enough fingers and toes for the itch count tonight. Itch, of course, the Megapod acronym for interceptions that should have happened. <laughs> Stupid acronym we have. Uh, let's see. Thursday, Carson, the degenerate gambler, says Thursday night football, a crime against all of us. At least Maction is fun. Uh, I guess that was all during the first half of that game. JDL underscore 811, or JDL 811. Can't remember when it happened, but when Todd interrupted Brent's description of the 79 finals, this is on the Megapod yesterday, I thought Gil was going to jump through the screen to tell him to be quiet. <laughs> Love the show. Love listening to Brett. Love the yins or takes in Miami songs. I didn't even have to hear it yesterday to imagine that. <laughs> I, imitation imitation of me and Parles at one point while Brent was talking, while Todd was trying to talk over him. <laughs> That's how it went. I just, oh, Heisman, I just Heisman the camera. Uh, value meal picks. Brent's best appearance. Love how Brent talks candidly about his teaser failures. Now we just don't know what we think we know. Always a great guest. Uh, the praise for Brent goes on Riley Granite. Great to hear Brent Musburger on this week's NFL Megapod. We'll get to the rest of the tweets, but right now, Ladies and gentlemen, is the uh, glue that holds college game day together. Also, of course, Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast, half of that team. Hint, he's not Stanford Steve. And part of the Daily Wager crew, Monday through Friday on ESPN2, talking betting on the worldwide leader. It is Christopher Felica. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing well. I'm rising awesome. Jason Chow, after the uh, wonderful game last night in Charles that I'm sure everybody enjoyed uh, immensely. Wow, what a... What a, what a beautiful mess that was. So you 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 were in Charlotte, and now you're already in Austin? I am, yeah. Oh, yeah, Kirk, Kirk and myself, 
uh, left right after the game last night, and we got to Austin about 1.30 or so local time, and about to head on over to our uh, production meeting. Great. The great thing is uh, we got game day here in Austin, and then we get to stay in Austin for the, uh, the TCU Texas game. That's actually the prime oh, time nice. here tomorrow night, which we haven't, we haven't, yeah, we haven't been afforded that luxury uh, in, in a while to stay in the same place that game day has been. So, uh, yeah. Looking forward to tomorrow. All right. Well, let's start with that one. What do you think? Too many points in favor of Texas? TCU got big things on their minds, obviously. Uh, don't, don't, don't you hate these types of games? Because you know, you know it's one-way action on one side. You're, you, you can't really hop on board TCU knowing that that's just a massive public side. Uh, but at the same time, do you want to lay seven points with Texas knowing that under Steve Sarkeesian, half of their losses have been games that they've blown with a double-digit lead in the second half. I, I get just a hard game for me to get involved in. I, I think ultimately at some point TCU's uh, ability to fall behind and come back does end. I think Texas feels pretty good uh, about where they are. I was up talking with someone around the program yesterday and take it for what it's worth, but, but they said Quinn, Quinn Ewers they looked better in practice this week than he has all year long, and I think they feel pretty good uh, about their ability to get some big plays tomorrow night. So I, I think you probably could look at some Texas team total over maybe Texas first half if you want to guard against a, uh, a second-half comeback from TCU. But I think Texas will probably win the game. I think Texas will probably win the game, but there's no bet is what I'm gleaning from yeah. that. No bet from you. Yeah, I, 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 would, I, would, I would bet Texas team total over would be the bet that I would make. Okay. Um, what did you end up betting? What are your favorite three this weekend? Yeah, I, I looked at three things this week. Uh, the first was Louisville getting seven against Clemson. Uh, normally, this would be a week where I would love to hop back in on Clemson after the embarrassing performance last week in South Bend, but I just don't know how either quarterback has any confidence right now. Like, it, it's just, I mean, DJ's a mess. Club next to a bad pick. And you're going against a Louisville team, which has won four in a row now, and their defense has played surprisingly well this year. So I know they've won, what, 37 or 38 straight home games. Maybe they, maybe they win again tomorrow, but I think seven's too many there. Uh, the second of the three that I, that I had uh, put out there so far is a Wake Forest minus three and a half against North Carolina. Uh, I still think the Tar Heels will get to the ACC championship game. I still think they have a great chance to win the ACC championship game. But, but I would think after two weeks in a row of throwing up all over yourself, uh, which is what Wake Forest has done with 11 turnovers, Hartman hasn't played well two games on the road. Now you come back home against an in-state, an in-state rival, and it's a really good chance, I think, to get right against a defense that's 117th in the country in defensive efficiency. So I like Wake uh, minus the three-and-a-half, and I like Texas Tech minus the three-and-a-half as well. Uh, Kansas had their Super Bowl last week. I mean, look at the way they reacted to getting that sixth win. Now they're bowl eligible. Uh, that goal is achieved. And I'm ecstatic that they're going to a bowl. But now you've got Wake Forest. I mean, you got, you got uh, Texas Tech, rather, who has already beaten Texas in Lubbock. They beat Houston in Lubbock. Uh, they, they blew out West Virginia in Lubbock. And now here's Kansas coming off of that Super Bowl-type environment. They're going to a very hostile environment. Who, oh, by the way, they need two wins to get to a bowl. And I think to get to a ball, they have to win this one with a road trip to Ames and a, uh, a game with OU left on the schedule. So uh, Texas Tech minus three and a half was the other one that I had. And the other two that I, two that are three actually, that were 
kind of hanging there right now. Maybe I'll uh, either put one or two of them on the board, or maybe I'll add them to the column later today. I might look at Iowa State against Oklahoma State, depending on the injury news that we get uh, out of uh, out of Stillwater. I might look at Rutgers getting nine and a half against Michigan State. Uh, the Spartans, the outright as a double-digit dog last week, and now they're nearly a double-digit favorite against Rutgers. And then, and then Purdue. Uh, against Illinois, we saw Illinois' offense really struggle last week, and we'll see if Purdue can bounce back from a, uh, a poor offensive effort last week. So those were three that I'm still kind of uh, thinking about. Still might do something with. All right, but Louisville, Wake, and Texas Tech in pocket already, and nothing on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the other the other two, you know, sort of marquee. I mean, there's a few marquee, but I guess LSU at Arkansas, LSU coming off the huge well, win against yeah. Alabama. I mean, what do you what do you do with How? that? How do you? I think the LSU Arkansas game and the Alabama Ole Miss game yeah. are kind of intertwined. Me like, too. Like, how can you play? How can you play Alabama not knowing the result of LSU of Arkansas? If LSU wins that game, Alabama's chances of—I mean, they're already close to zero. Their chances of zero of getting to the SEC championship game. So we know what Alabama's program DNA: SEC championships, national championships. Without that to play for. How do they show up in Oxford if they go into that game not having a chance at all to get to the SEC title? Get to I personally can't play in that game until I know what happens uh, in Fayetteville at noon. Yeah, I, that's how I asked it of Adam Kramer yesterday. Same thing: the Alabama, Ole Miss, and LSU, Arkansas games. Two letdown spots for different reasons. How do you uh, how do you approach them? Mm-hmm. All right, so you're you're also involved. We have a couple minutes here, Chris. You're in a bunch of contests uh, going on, and you know specifically here on the network. You're in the uh, you're in the humans contest as we like to call it the uh, the I am. yeah the uh, the Sunday <laughs> yeah the, the you know so he's got this massive what what place are you in right now? I believe I, I have to check. I did not check the standings. I am in third place or tied for third, uh, three points behind Chuck Edel. I believe is where I am. Three, I'm right there. You're right there. How are you doing in the William Hill College football thing? William Hill, I, wish I, I, I thought there was one more week after this week, but I was disappointed to find out that this is the last week. I'm right off of cashing in that. So I threw I, I really like a 6-2 and two or 7-1 and one to guarantee a cash in that, and then I am, uh, I am 27th in the, uh, in the Golden Nugget Contest. 27th. So I'm, I'm, I'm having a pretty good year. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, so we'll see. If we can make some money. All right, Chris, we appreciate it. We always appreciate you taking the time in between uh, your your travels. So uh, travel safely and enjoy the game. TCU in Texas on Saturday. You will. Thank you, sir. Chris, well, take Chris care, Val- guys. Have a great weekend. You too, Chris Valika. Everybody, the Bear. Should probably mention that's his nickname, the Bear. You know, Chris Valika is tied fourth in the humans contest. What is the official name of the humans contest? We should probably say. <laughs> I don't know, man. The humans contest. <laughs> the Matt humans contest. There's a great write-up though from Bill Lady on Chris Felica in today's uh, on Veasan.com. Today. Stop it. Yeah, really goes over some. Uh, you know, if you want to get to get to know Chris more, a lot of questions on there about yeah. the first time you visit Vegas, stuff like that. He's a uh, he's a Hurricane alum. As yeah, is, he is. Yeah, as is Todd Wright. Freaking too best bad of the show. they went down to the old Knowles how, last week. How can they be so bad, the Miami Hurricanes? I don't know. We should have asked uh, Chris while we had him on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Opportunity Got lost. Got embarrassed by Florida State. By the way, what, what he's saying about the contest, right? Like, every one of those contests that he just described, like, he's doing well, like, if it were real life, but contests he's just below, like, elites oh, in yeah. all of them. Yeah. 
which is kind of exactly the case I was saying, you know, on the Megapod. Oh, 20 and 7, right? My 27 picks, three picks a week. But then when it gets to circa millions, I'm irrelevant because that fourth and fifth pick knocked me down. And all it would take was is one bad week. And I'm worried this is it, by the way. One bad week to make me not only irrelevant to cashing, but just irrelevant, period. Yeah, I hear you. Hey, new quarter, though. New quarter in certain. I years. know, and that always bothers me too. That I hate the, the I hate the first week of a new quarter. Now, come on, four week quarter. By the way, four week quarter. They go four five four five. Paul Carr, Premier League picks next. Numbers game Visa, the sports betting network. At Bet three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Attention, BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when you sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager's settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement at BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Skill Alexander, Kelly Billen is here. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the feedback. Craig Parlay. From whose loins Jeff Parlay sprung. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't mean to make it that gross. What a great job on the Megapod with the undisputed legend Brent Musburger. Jeff's grandmother will be quelling if he can, if we can ever successfully explain to her how to open the podcast. Very, very true. Uh, Brent was phenomenal. This is uh, from uh, New York Mess 16. Scott, he says, I found it odd that Cordero Patterson, this is a great point. Talk about the game last night. I found it odd that Cordero Patterson had 13 rushes on Sunday and only five last night. Would have thought five on Sunday to get the contact in and then be the workhorse last night, thinking he'd be the freshest player on the field. Yeah, my uh, Cordero Patterson over rushing and receiving prop uh, thought the same thing, too. Did it. Yeah. I thought it was odd, too. Very odd. Not And not frustrating whatsoever. Well, you know, at least at least Marcus Mariota played so well that they didn't have a reason right, to go exactly, back to it. exactly, yeah. Uh, Aaron, Ro- Aaron Robbins, it was so awesome you guys had Brent on yesterday on the Megapod. He's still as sharp as ever. What a legend. It is an honor. It's an absolute honor to have him come on the Megapod once a year, tell some stories from back in the day. We got into 70s NBA with him. What sport he'd he wished he had called. He'd call he called almost everything. It's incredible. In his career. You know what he said? He goes, I wish I had oh, spoiler alert, right? I wish I had called hockey, he said. 
Really? Yeah, I was, he loves the Golden Knights. So he I'm, does. That might have that might have played into that. Uh, this is from, by the way, Right Angle Sports coming up. In case you missed it, top of the hour, we're going to have them release a the college basketball play again. There's a whole process behind it. We'll explain the process. We'll give you, you know, they'll, they'll give us a, a rotation number, either a side or a total in college basketball tonight. You'll put it in your bet slip. They'll either say go or cancel. If he says cancel, we'll do it all over again. Only a bet until uh, when he says go. John Yu, C to C hoops. Gil on Seattle, Dr. Bob on Tampa Bay. What's a numbers guy to do? I know. Bothers me. Uh, let's see. Mike, Mike Alvarez. I've been wondering why Prop 27 in California got beat like Washington versus the Rangers in the Super Bowl. By the way, that's a shot at me. Uh, <laughs> he goes, then I, did some, then I did some fake research and found that voters and listeners of the Megapod would have voted yes if Gil would have self-proclaimed to be a man of integrity during the commercials. It's a shot at Dr. Bob, I believe. <laughs> earlier in the show. He was very self-proclaiming, wasn't he, about a certain thing? <laughs> I feel like we yeah. kind of forced him into it. He was bit, not shy yeah. about that. He's like, I don't like that. Uh, call me a legend. Uh, Jason H11, I don't know what you're talking about. Todd was nothing but a gentleman during the Megapod. He would never interrupt you or a guest. <laughs> you're the best, Dad. <laughs> and on and on. We appreciate the feedback. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, he's with us each and every Premier League weekend. And yes, there is a Premier League weekend of soccer, even though the World Cup is upon us. It's the last of those before the World Cup, before there's a break. It's Paul Carr. How you doing, Paul? I'm well, Gil. And, and yeah, it makes no sense. We're nine days away from the first game of the World Cup. And we had midweek games in a lot of these European leagues. We've got weekend games. I don't know what these games are going to look like. I was going to say, know, does this make I, you want to bet them at all? No, I really, I mean, you know, there were a lot where I was like, oh, there's going to be a lot of goals here. And then I'm thinking, but who who's playing in these games? It, it reminds me if, like, imagine the... NBA season paused in the middle of the regular season for the Olympics and everyone, you know, the game or two before the Olympics, no NBA guys would be playing. Now this is a little different because the regular season, you know, defines how you do in your league. There's no playoffs. So, you know, three points here counts the same as the three points on the last day of the season. But yeah, if I'm, I mean, as a U.S. fan, I'm watching these midweek games, just praying Christian Pulisic doesn't get touched by anybody. Right. And just stay if healthy. I'm one of these guys, yeah, if I'm a player, I'm about to go to a the biggest thing I'm going to do in my professional life. And it really, I don't, I don't and it really is that, mean. right? It really is that. We, we shouldn't lose sight of that. We make fun of the fact that the World Cup's in November, it's in Cotter, and it's like completely off our radar in one respect. But it's still the biggest global sporting event there is, period. Yeah. This is it. And you watch, so the U.S. announced its roster on Wednesday, I think it was. Yeah. And they put out a lot of videos of uh, Coach Berhalter talking to guys and telling them they made the team. And even these guys who are were stone-cold locks and are stone-cold locks to start for the U.S., you could just see the relief and the joy on their faces. Wow. Not to mention the guys who were kind of on the bubble. Wow. You, you know, we're not sure. When they were told, you know, a 33-year-old journeyman goalkeeper sort of, who made, named Sean Johnson who made it, he was so happy. Like, it's real emotion. And... There's a lot at stake this weekend for those guys who are on the teams going to the next month. Now, as uh, the kids like to say, with all that being said, <laughs> <laughs> you managed to find three that you did like. Is that, or are you just saying, here are my three best, but proceed with caution, kind of thing? Yeah, it's sort of what you talked about uh, with your NFL picks. I don't yeah. hate these, and you know, if they if, if these lose. Yeah, you know, yeah, prove me wrong, sort of thing. So yeah, that's kind of where I landed on this. Okay. These are the ones I hate the least of all my options. Yeah, I just have that bad feeling this week, man. 
All right. Well, let's go to Saturday. What do you have on Saturday? All right. All right. This uh, might be the last time I go back to this well, but I'm taking West Ham, Leicester City, both teams to score at minus 130. Uh, talked about how Leicester City away games have both teams score all the time. It's 28 of the last 33 games, although the last two over the last month have not hit. I'm not concerned about Leicester in that sense because they gave up 33 shots and three and a half expected goals over those two games, but somehow had two shutouts. So I think we're going to see goals here. You know, West Ham tends to be a little more conservative, uh, both offensively and defensively. But Leicester City just brings out the best slash worst in opponents, especially when they're away. So I think both teams will score here at minus 130. If this doesn't work, we may have to abandon uh, this tradition after the World Cup. The old tried and true. The old tried and true. And you have one more on Saturday, which is a side. You're taking, uh, let's see, are you taking Newcastle in an upset over Chelsea? I am. A little bit. They're the favored team, but you obviously you get plus 135 on a win on, on the three-way. On the three-way, uh, right. I'm sorry. Correct, yeah. Yeah, so I'll take that. Uh, Newcastle's in third place this season, uh, and justifiably so. They've been better than Chelsea over the course of the season. Chelsea had to change managers, uh, but Graham Potter really hasn't totally righted the ship yet. So Newcastle's third place overall, third in goal difference, third in expected goal difference. Uh, They've won four in a row. They've won six out of seven. And Chelsea just doesn't look like they know what they're doing. If you watch their games, you know, in that attacking third, the pass percentage is down. The shots are down. Only, I think, 11 shots over the last couple games against Arsenal and Manchester United. Newcastle's not all that much worse than those two right now. So Newcastle has a plan. They attack down the right. Uh, former MLS player named Miguel Almarone is their right winger, who is the Premier League Player of the Month. He's been in great form, uh, the Paraguayan international. So I like Newcastle to win this, get in plus 135. And then the third on Sunday. Uh, same sort of thing where, you know, take the better team, as I tend to do. Brighton's at home against Aston Villa. Uh, minus 115, I have Brighton on the three-way. Brighton's in sixth place. Villa's in 13th. And Villa also changed managers. They brought in Unai Emery, who you might know from his time at Arsenal or Sevilla or Villarreal. Uh, did really well in the Europa League. But in his two games, they've only had 11 shots total. They haven't you know, totally solved that attacking component yet either. So Brighton plays pretty well at home. They generally have more of the ball. Aston Villa struggles against these teams like Manchester United that have more of the ball. So, And Brighton also doesn't give up a lot of shots. So you have a team that doesn't take sh- shots under their new manager the last few games, a uh, team in Brighton that doesn't concede a lot of shots. Uh, I think Brighton wins this one, minus 115 at home. All right, so West Ham, Leicester City, both teams to score on Saturday. One more time, back to that well. Uh, Newcastle plus 135 on three-way to beat Chelsea. And then Sunday, Brighton to beat Aston Villa. Proceed with caution again. The final week of the Premier League on the doorstep of the World Cup. And then next week, Paul, you're going to come back and we're going to do full World Cup preview, yes? Yeah, let's go. It's going to be a lot of fun, even though it's in the midst of everything else. It should be a good time. The World Cup's always great. And we're going to have some group thoughts and, and some awards. Can you hint at any specific thing that you might have already sort of bet at this point? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I would broadly say the most value tends to be, if you're looking at group odds on that second, third, even fourth team in the group, you know, your, your France's, your Germany's, your familiar names from a group standpoint, there's almost never any value. And you see a lot of these mid-major type of teams, like Croatia made a run in 2018. So there's a couple plays in that genre that I like again. Okay. Paul Carr, everybody, at Paul Carr, C-A-R-R on Twitter, again, from the Expected Value Podcast, wherever podcasts are distributed. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it, man.
You bet. Have a good weekend. You too. A dicey Premier League weekend. A dicey uh, global soccer weekend on the doorstep of the uh, World Cup, which brings us to our pro tip of the hour. Look for some possible wacky results this weekend in the Premier League. Zany also qualifies as well. (laughs) And other international leagues as players look ahead to the World Cup starting in just nine days. That's your pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show, so that means at least 20 every single day. They're all available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. Michael Craig from Right Angle Sports on the other side. A release from Right Angle, which will move global markets. We have a process. We'll explain that process again. We'll get you a bet. Everybody get ready with your outs. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 